Hey, what's going on? This is the Educated Guest Podcast, and I'm Justin. I'm your host. Hey, uh, if this is your first time joining, I just want to say thank you first and foremost. You know, what you've entered into it is a virtual art school, and what we focus on is helping junior to mid-level creatives, folks who might vary between their discipline, but they all think like artists. And they're trying to find a new path in their career, take ownership of their career, find a way that, you know, makes sense for them. And it might may be a big company that has their dream job. It may be their own studio, running their own studio, or it may be working as part of an agency or part of a team, or maybe it's going back to school. That's what this is all about. And we know there's some standard questions that come alongside this sort of lifestyle, these sorts of problems. But we really think that it boils down to three core facets, three core facets. The first of which is all about the mindset you have, the approach towards your day-to-day life, your lifestyle. The second is having the tools and the tactics, the templates, the actual things you need to get through the day-to-day. And then the third thing is a little bit of inspiration. So if you have these three things, we really think that you can really overcome those problems, those frustrations that you're having. And we're here to provide those to you. So that's what this podcast, this format is all about. And Mondays, Wednesdays and Fridays are our cadence for doing that. Um, That aside, we have some special projects and special announcements coming up. We just finished up the 100th episode. Hopefully, if you haven't had a chance to check that out, it's something special. Check it out um, in the backlog of content. But coming up, we have a special project called the Public Library. It's a partnership alongside this design studio called School and the virtual art museum called Research and Development. So you'll be hearing more and more from me on that. But if you're curious about what it is and just sort of how it unveils itself over the next week, go and check out at educated underscore underscore guests or check me out personally at Justin McElderry on Instagram. Again, that's at Justin M-C-E-L-D-E-R-R-Y on Instagram. We'll be unveiling some cool stuff this week and we'll tell you how to be a part of it. All that aside, today is Monday and I want to talk about some inspirational stuff, some motivational stuff, some mindset training, something to get you started through the week and something to continue your momentum throughout the week if you get off course. Something really short, not not a whole lot to say here, but today we're talking about the story you tell yourself, how to tell yourself a better story. And a lot of the times um, people start this sort of message off with just think positive things. Think about what to do. Think about how to really get yourself out of that rut. Yet they don't really talk about the tools, the tips, the strategies that's actually, you know, the science behind why you need to write these, um, these new messages in your mind. So what I learned, this is roughly like, six months ago when I really had this breakthrough, I was struggling at the time and I've been right where you are. I've been right where you are is frustrated with a full-time job, frustrated with, you know, client projects, not really coming in as fast as you want them to, um, not feeling as if you can really charge your true value because you're still trying to prove yourself a little bit. Yet you're at this place when you're, you know, I've been there before. So part of the story you're telling yourself is from past experiences. And you realize that I started doing a little bit of a study behind it. And I realized that 80%, 80% of your day-to-day life is actually driven through your subconscious thoughts, 
your actions are actually driven through 80% of your subconscious thoughts are driving that. So the remaining 20% is the fight for how to actually do things that you know are right, but aren't necessarily easy. So why am I telling you all this? Well, I'm telling you this because your day-to-day life, the stories you tell yourself, the frustrating moments, the, oh, I don't know if I'm built for this. Oh man, you know, I probably shouldn't charge that much. Or, oh man, like, I'm not sure if this is right. I need to get a second opinion. All we're talking about is intuition, instinct, trust, gut, whatever you call it, God, whatever you call it, universe, whatever you call it, human nature, mother nature. It doesn't matter. It's talking about that instinctual feeling you have every time that you want to do something but aren't sure if you're really cut out for it. That's the story we tell ourselves. And the science behind it is actually that there are certain periods in your life And I'll let you go down the rabbit hole of who to study. And if you have questions about who you can study to get more detail about this information, just reach out to me personally, justin at educated-guest.com, justin at educated-guest.com, and um, we'll handle it that way. Um, So the science is that all of these subconscious thoughts are written to almost a tape recorder type of thing. Um, It's almost like you have a tape recorder of just repeated thoughts and actions that are implanted inside of your brain. This is the neuroscience behind it. And we'll probably bring bring a neuroscience on neuroscientist on the show soon to sort of talk about this thing in detail yet. um, And I'm I'm not off the top of my head. There's a couple of periods that stand out to me, sort of the seven year old. I mean, from zero, from one year old to uh, from the time you're born until you're about seven years old, that's one you know, writing time. And this is when your brain is in, I believe, theta state. And it means that a lot of these conscious, these subconscious thoughts are being written and recorded forever in your brain. And it's a constant battle to sort of rewrite those scripts. So people might find examples about um, how they think about money. Think about the first time you ever heard about credit. The first time you ever heard about credit, most people were probably in their teens or some people in their early 20s when your prefrontal cortex was still developing. And at the time, people were telling you, oh, either credit is good and you can leverage it to your advantage, or they told you that credit is something to be afraid of and stay away from because you can introduce debt in your life. Now, the debt is still debt regardless, but whether you view it as good debt or bad debt is depending on the script that was written for you. So I'm telling you all this to set some scientific, some financial, maybe some some uh, memorable context around how to rewrite a better story for you. Um, and the way that I sort of had it, you know, had it revealed to me recently was just to get back to the basics of how to write a story. What are the components of a story? When you watch, you know, the th- third season or the fourth season or 15 straight episodes of a, of a, of a show, you know, We've been watching um, this show. We just finished it up actually called All American. And it was, it was fantastic. You know, I'm waiting on the third season to come out. Um, and you're realizing there's got to be some through line to why this show is actually good. What are, the, what are the components of a good story? And I was realizing that, oh, well, there's basic story structure. Number one, there are characters. Then you introduce a setting. And then you introduce a plot. Then there's some conflict and then there's some resolution. And in order to start introducing a better story for yourself, introducing a better narrative for yourself, there's 
a science behind it. There's tactics behind it and there's strategy behind it. So I'll just in, say these two things and then we'll end up. It's going to be real short today. Let's talk about the strategy. The strategy for a good story is to first realize that, number one, you aren't the main character. Think about that. Think about when as soon as you realize that you are not the main character of your story. All the pressure subsides. Whether you get this job or that job, whether you take this role or that role, whether you get this money or get that money or whether you date this person or date that person. As soon as you realize you're not the main character. Then you realize the pressure of your decision is nowhere near what you think it is. Pressure of your decision is nowhere near what you think it is. So you might ask, well, okay, well, who is the main character? Now, this is an interesting exploration for you to do for yourself. This is a faith agnostic platform. I don't introduce any of my faith to you all, and I don't necessarily use this place as a platform for you to believe in any one thing. So what I will say is that I actually, I believe in God. I believe there's one God. And for me, God gives me that peace to know that um, I'm not the main character and he is. Now, whether that's true for you is not what I'm here to tell you about. I think that whatever that thing that's bigger than you is, it should remove the ego of thinking that everything is about you. And as soon as you start realizing that you're not the main character, it allows you to invite, invite new people into your story that can influence where your story goes. It allows you to invite new people into your story that influences where your story goes. So an example here is, let's say you're 25 years old, 24 and a half. I remember being 24 and I was like, bro, I'm tired of being 24 on this side of 25. Let me just start saying it. Like, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm going to be 25 in a couple months. I've been there before. Maybe you have to. <laughs> um, and I remember being there and I was like at this crossroads of people behind, before me who were there when I was in high school inside of like college and stuff like that. And then people who were sort of on the other side of 25 that I was trying to be with and be like. And I was trying to figure out which one of those groups I belong to. And at times I would think that, oh, man, I got to act this way to stay cool and relevant. And I got to act that way to stay, you know, connected and like mature. Then I realized that, you know, it's not really about me. Nobody's really focusing on me and nobody's focusing on you, quite frankly. Everybody's trying to figure out what they're doing. And as soon as you can help more people realize more people get closer to what it is they want to do, the more they will want to become part of your story. You'll be the linchpin. Imagine going to a, 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 a cocktail party. Here's another example. If you go to a cocktail party and you show up, and we've all been this person where we feel like we need to find the first person to talk to, a group of people to talk to, and then like stick with them. And then as long as we can stick with them, like, you know, if they go to the bathroom, we go get we go get a drink together, we feel like we networked, right? And I'm gonna tell you wrong. That is not the way you want to work the room at a party. And when we talk about working the room, you want to be the linchpin in the room, meaning you meet that first group. You say, hey, how you doing? Da, 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 da. What's your name? Hey, so nice to meet you, man. You talk for five minutes. And next thing you know, you say, hey, like, I'm going to go grab a drink and um, kind of talk, meet some more people. And I'll be right. I'll be back in a bit. 
And they nobody's going to object to that because guess what? You have taken the load off of them to say what's say what's up first. And then you go to the next group and you say, hey, like, you know, Jamie is really nice to meet you. You talk for five more minutes and then you introduce the two. Now what have, and I'll talk more about this sort of process in a, maybe a networking show in the future. But what you just did is that you became the linchpin and no, and no longer is the story about, oh man, what am I going to say to these two people to get them to like me? Nobody cares about liking you. They, t- they care about feeling connected to others. And if you can help that, then you become the linchpin and the story's not about you. So again, Remember the elements of a story. We just covered number one, the characters. And it took so long because that's the most important one for many, many people. And as soon as you take care of the characters, the setting, the plot, the conflict, and resolution all take care of themselves. And all of this starts with realizing that you are not the main character. It it, it begins to realize that, it begins with you realizing that as soon as you expand and invite new people into your into your setting, into your plot, into your conflict, into your resolution. Guess what you just built? You just built community. And as soon as you have community, that's when you can move into confidence. Confidence comes after community. Confidence comes after the work. And the confidence comes from the communal work of feeling like when you are in front of that client, you don't want to charge what you want to charge or you want to leave that job and you don't want to, you don't know what you're going to do. And you want to like go after this grad school, but you don't really know how you're going to do it. Wouldn't it feel much better if you had 15 people you knew you could count on that were in your corner? When you feel that you've, if you called each one of them and they were well-respected in their field and you feel confident in telling them what you're about to do. And they all say, yeah, sounds like a good idea to me. If you called all 15 of those people before you actually told the client that you you know, for you to build a website for them, it's going to cost them $20,000. It's going to cost them $15,000. Don't you think you would have more confidence in going in to tell them that it's going to cost $15,000? So this is the strategy behind telling yourself a new story, the strategy of it and the tactics. So the tactics that you can employ right now before you go to sleep looks like this. And I thought it was crazy. You might think it's crazy, and I bet you're we're a lot alike in that we are very skeptical of things. Yet the good news is that you only have to try this for a couple of nights to see some difference. So before you go to sleep tonight, what I want you to do is to go on YouTube. I want you to go on YouTube and type in nightly affirmations. Nightly affirmations. Now, this sounds ridiculous, but it changed my life in a period of time when I needed it to. And once you realize that you have that in your tool belt, you can pull it out whenever you want. This is very, very tactical. And I want you to type in nightly affirmations and you should see a long list of things. And you're going to look for one that talks about reprogramming your brain and find one that works for you. I have a couple of that. I, that are, they should be about two or three hours long and they should just talk about, beta waves and theta waves and then the general reprogramming of your mind and you're what you're going to listen to when you type when you press play you're going to find that it's some some soothing voice alongside some meditative music and they're going to just say nice things to you for three hours and you're going to put that on next to your bed you're going to put headphones on whatever works for you and you're going to go to sleep 
and the video is going to end and you're going to make sure that it's not on autoplay. Now, why am I telling you to do this very, very specific thing? I'm telling you to do this very, very specific thing because remember in the beginning of this episode where I talked about alpha waves, beta waves, and theta waves of your brain, when your brain reaches theta state, that's the only time that your brain is actually recording new information. And you're, as an adult, when, you're free, pre, when your prefrontal cortex is fully developed, your brain is only in theta state as soon as you wake up and as soon as you go to sleep. And the other times might be when you're like doing floating. That's why that's super popular. And possibly when you're doing meditation and possibly when you're doing yoga. That's why those things are popular. So when you get into this state of state, you are able to reprogram correct things into your brain. That's why you don't want to watch some crazy TV show as you're going to sleep, because guess what? Your brain is recording new information. So if you go and watch Scarface, as soon as you go to sleep, there's a high probability that you will indoctrinate yourself with these new beliefs. So just make sure that when you're indoctrinating yourself first thing in the morning and then first thing when you're going to last thing when you go to sleep, choose the right thoughts to indoctrinate yourself. It could be a song. It can be a repeat song. It can be, you know, chords of a music of a musical composition that actually fits to the feeling you want to have. But this is something super tactical you can start doing today, tonight. It's going to change everything from you, from you, for you. <laughs> Same thing. The point is, try this. I guarantee you will notice a difference within a couple of days. I don't guarantee many things, but I've tried it myself and it's changed my life. Um, and then you just realize how much deeper the rabbit hole gets. And you can get into neuroscience. You can start talking about that, reading about that, going into the realms of what it means to actually re reprogram your brain. And I think you'll be changed forever by it. So this today is all about how to tell yourself a better story and how to evaluate the stories you're telling yourself. And we're talking about the conscious and the subconscious mind. And I really think that this is a mindset, very tactical mindset shift that you can implore right now. It's going to change things for you. All right. That's all I have for today. Remember to check out and keep your eyes on educated underscore underscore guests and keep your eyes on Justin M-C-E-L-D-E-R-R-Y on Instagram. I'm going to be revealing some cool things throughout this week about our new initiative called the Public Library. It's going to be very cool. Um, just stay tuned. You're, you're really not going to want to miss it, honestly. So we'll talk soon. I'm looking forward to it. Peace.